because Christmas is still in the season, it was the first of 12 days on Friday, we're still in the Christmas season. Welcome to another episode of The Rye Pod on a special Monday night. I don't know if we've done a pod on a Monday night before, but here we are. Solomia's back in the closet with me. <laughs> How are we doing? We're doing great. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, everybody. Yes, hope everyone had a good, safe, and healthy Christmas. No one had too big of gatherings, and if you did, hope you were safe at them. With a lot of sports stuff to get into, and uh, on the phone tonight, we have uh, my man, uh, Washington football team fan. He created a great song uh, today over Twitter that kind of was leading into the intro song we played, The 12 Days of Christmas. But uh, Alex Wood is here. What's up? Hey, guys. Merry Christmas. Thanks Merry- for having me. Of course. So we'll start with... Um, We'll start with the biggest news coming from today, Monday, December 28th. Uh, Dwayne Haskins, the first-round pick, 15th overall from 2019 for the Washington football team, cut this morning after yet another brutal performance against the Carolina Panthers, a win-and-in scenario for the Washington football team. Win, they win the division, and he could not perform. So, Wood, what was your gut reaction when you heard the news that he was cut today? Absolute bliss. Uh, I was so happy. Uh, I was eating lunch. I worked from home. I was eating lunch watching ESPN, and breaking news came up, and I just about dropped my fork. I mean, I was shocked and unbelievably happy. It was a wonderful thing. So, did you have any quick reaction before I give my thoughts? Because I have some. I, I, I too, was uh, eating lunch. (laughs) (laughs) I was not, however, watching ESPN. I was playing a board game with my family, and uh, Ryan uh, jumped off the couch. <laughs> <laughs> I well, because Garrett said it in. The, I didn't see it on Twitter. I saw Garrett had said it in our group message, and I was like, right. "What? No way!" I thought he was like, you know, he's saying like, "Oh, he's going to be cut," like you know, as a joke. And then I saw, nope, they actually released him, and um, good riddance. Um, it shows that... Oh, I should have played that song. Uh, well, well, I don't think we're hoping Dwayne had the time of his life. We are hoping that Dwayne learns from... I mean, I think we're all hoping that Dwayne learns from this and can hopefully be a decent quarterback in the future. But, man, when I first heard this news, I was I was not shocked. I was, I was, I was also glad it happened. Um, he has played so poorly, and off the field he has shown little to no care about his teammates and his coaching staff. He has not shown any indication he wants to get better as a player through his off-field habits. And I think there was more to there was more to him just playing poorly the last two weeks. I think something happened between him getting benched for Taylor Heineke and um, earlier this afternoon when they announced he was cut because I don't I don't know if you can make that decision so abruptly with the former first round pick. What do you think there's something to that? I do, and I and now that you mention that I wonder if it had to do with the presser. Hmm. Um, it it was a little bit of news afterwards that he, you know, broke an NFL rule where if you're the starting quarterback you are required to do a press conference after the game. That's right. No matter what happens. Um I barring, you know, catastrophic injury, that kind of thing. But right. he opted not to do that and kinda it seemed like he tried to get out of having broken the rule by going home and doing it from home. And I, it makes me wonder if that was not discussed and that was kind of a last ditch effort for Dwayne and Rivera saw right through it. Yeah. Ron's not going to 
Ron will see right through that. I think he was the proverbial. He was dragged by his ear through the you know shopping center, whining and screaming. You had to do this. You know, it's your job. You know, it's a rule. And so he ended up doing it from home. And he didn't say much. Um, mumbled like he does when he doesn't play well. He he doesn't take losses well, which I get. But also, you know, he, when he gets benched, we saw what happened the first time he got benched. That first practice, he was sulking. He had his arms crossed. Didn't want to do the drills. And that's that's not a professional. No. That's not that's in any field. I don't care if it's a quarterback. If you're a professional in any field, you can't act like that. No. And um I think being a fan of a quarterback who um when he started off in the NFL was considered immature, Baker Mayfield. Um oh, here we seeing go. him No, I'm just going to talk about how <laughs> he had a really bad game yesterday too. Really really awful, right? Terrible. The yes, worst performance probably of his career. It's up there, but go keep um, going. And yes. he went, he sat down, he did his press conference. Yes, maybe he didn't answer everybody's questions, but he pretty much answered all questions there could be in one very, very long answer. And you know what? That is what you do. You don't go and mumble. You don't pout that you have to do a press con- conference. You suck it up. You do your job. You admit to what you did wrong. And you um, take responsibility. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh... Not much to add on that part of it. Um, I just think, um, I mean, he was benched. He he got the. Here's the question, mostly for Wood. I don't know if some of me would be able to answer this question, but if if this team had a full off season and every quarterback was able to go through drills, hell, Alex could go through drills at that point. Would would do you think Ron would have had the cojones to name Kyle Allen the Week One starter, or do you think that ownership still would have pushed? For Dwayne to at least get the start, I, I, my thing is, if they went through a full off season and Rod could see what he was like in, you know, OTAs and whatnot, that they would have put Kyle in Week One, and Dwayne might not have seen the field except for the two injuries that happened. I don't, I don't, I don't know. Is is the short answer? I don't know what, you know, neither of us know what goes on behind closed doors, doors with between Ron and Dan, and it's especially. A weird situation because there's no general manager between them. There's no GM there. Right. It's just Ron straight into Dan. And we hired uh, Jason as team president, but he doesn't do anything with football operations. So I don't know if that was, you know, Ron saying, you know, hey, I get that this is your team and that I'm the new hire. I'll start your guy. And then we kind of transitioned into Dan coming around and be like, all right, you know, I'm going to let Ron do the football side of things here because he's shown he can't. I don't really know, but even still, when you inherit a first-round draft pick quarterback, you you got to give him something. I mean, if four, four weeks was clearly enough, but I still think you got to give him something. I don't think you can bring Kyle Allen, who was a backup on your other team, and start him right away. Hmm. You're probably right, but all right, so let me go ahead. Um, I also want to say that it might have been the fact that uh, uh, Rivera had lost his job last year um, as the Panthers coach when he lost to Dwayne. So I think he kind of had to start <laughs> I don't, Dwayne. I don't know about that. Just because, like, okay, he beat your quarterback, so... I don't think that goes into it. I mean, that I, that is something bit. I kind of wanted to get it. I was going to give you credit for it, but like the, how everything comes first full circle. Ron Rivera was fired last year yeah. for losing to Dwayne Haskins. And now, and now Dwayne was fired 
because he had Ron Rivera lose to Carolina. So it, it it's very weird how it all circles around. But my point was that it's very possible that because he lost to Dwayne, maybe he wanted to see what he could do with him because he's like, wait, I lost to this guy. Let I, me see what he, I can do with him. I could I could really go into the details of that game, and Dwayne played really terrible in that game, but I won't, so I don't think it's that. <laughs> um, uh, Coach um, did an interview with the uh, Washington Football Talk podcast on NBC Sports Washington. It came out today, and he was talking about um, – like that's this where I was getting to was like I don't know if Dwayne would have been the unanimous starter week one because he had said like it was always his plan to get Alex on the field because he saw his progress had been made and I, I was shocked that like he was so confident that oh yeah Alex was going to see the field this year so I I think in that situation if he really looked at it he would have said I mean maybe he would have started Dwayne until Alex got ready but. It just so happened that Kyle was picking it up quickly. I don't. There's. I don't know what could have gone on if there were regular OTAs and whatnot. Maybe Alex would have was healthy enough. He was cleared, you know, late in. Maybe he was cleared too late into it, but he was cleared and ready for football activities. So maybe he could have been the starter earlier than we thought. I do think that maybe if Alex Smith had gotten to do those OTAs, I think he would have, for lack of a better word or phrase, warmed up. Because we could have seen, we saw that in those first, what was it, first two games that he didn't yeah. look great. He looked he, rusty. In, in the Rams game, he was awful. He looked rusty. Um, so I think if he had had those OTAs, I think Rivera would have been felt more confident putting him in as a starter. But without that, you didn't really get to have Alex Smith warm up. Right. Would anything else to add on the three quarterbacks before I go into the week seventeen of it all? Um, the last thing that I'll say, and we, we talked about this earlier, and we, we actually disagreed on it, but, um, you know, was, back to was Haskins the right pick right. at 15 in 2019? Um, when, when that pick was made, it was, it was Jay Gruden and Dan Snyder. Yes. And Bruce Allen. And, right, yeah, and that was my question, was Bruce Allen still there for yes. the timing? So it was, it was the three, it was a three bin. I don't know what it was. It was those three who made that pick, right? And and you can you can absolutely question the pick. We talked about it. You know, could have had Montez Sweat there. Could have traded back and still got Montez Sweat. Yes. Hit on that. <laughs> All those things. But as Ron Rivera coming in as the head coach of a team that has a bright-eyed, bushy-tailed first-round quarterback that threw 50 touchdowns is in college, mm. it's it's hard to come in and say, you're not my guy. I get that you didn't draft him. I get that you didn't scout him. But it was a shock when he fell behind Daniel Jones and then slid all the way to 15. People were shocked that we got him, and we were excited. I feel like it's Ron Rivera coming in even though you didn't draft him, he's still a first-round draft pick quarterback. You know, four games was there. If he had something, we would have found it. Yeah, 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 exactly. And yeah, I, for people that are, there is some weird Twitter army that is like thinking Haskins is the greatest thing since sliced bread, and you know he's young. Yes. Give him time. Like we have said numerous times in the pod, Joe Burrow. I knew two games in, he was the real deal. Justin Herbert played one game. I said he's the real deal. Yep. Haskins has 13 starts 
and he's terrible. Starts sixteen games, and he's terrible. That's from my thread. Yes, I did. <laughs> Tua, real deal. Tua is not the real well, deal. Well, not but, real deal, but decent. But he's been benched for Fitzpatrick. So. Well, but yeah. Okay, couple. And here's the other thing. Yeah. If Kyle Allen hadn't broken his leg, I think Dwayne would have been cut halfway through the season. Hundred percent. Get Heineke yeah. on the roster somehow as a quarantine uh, quarterback or and or Montez. Yeah, or I mean, I'm really, I'm really not high on Stephen Montez. He's <laughs> undrafted rookie, and he was not good in college. So, I know I need to see him play before I get. So, <laughs> week 17. Despite all the crap that went down on Sunday, this Washington football team is still in a win and end scenario to host so a playoff game in Landover, Maryland, against presumably the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. This is terrible. Um, I hope Alex is ready to go. Um, if, if, if he is, I would be a lot more confident. If it's Taylor Heineke, I mean, sure, he flashed in the nine minutes he played last week, but this dude is tiny. He does not have a very strong arm. I mean, maybe with a full week, you never know. The Eagles' pass defense is brutal. I also hope we get Terry back. So, what... What is the quarterback outlook, Wood, for Week 17 in Philly win and you're in? So, it, it goes it goes back to Kyle Allen for me. So, my dad and I were talking about the depth chart and talking about how Haskins was basically the fifth guy on the depth chart now because he was the <laughs> starter. He dropped behind Alex Smith and then behind Kyle Allen and then behind Taylor Heineke. Like, he's dro- he keeps just dropping. Yes. But... When it, when it boils down to it, Taylor Heineke is the watered-down replacement of Kyle Allen. Oh, man. He's, he is who Ron has chosen to be Kyle Allen while Kyle Allen's injured. And we know this. We know that Ron cares about Kyle Allen because he brought him with him from Carolina. He likes Kyle Allen. And Traded a fifth-rounder for him. Yeah, that's absolutely. A, that, for, that's, I mean, that's not, like, high, but damn. That's not nothing. Yeah, so Ron... <laughs> Ron likes something in Kyle Allen, and it's not his arm strength. It's not his feet. It's the savviness. It's not his talent. It's his brain. Yes. Kyle Allen knows how to play the quarterback position and not screw up a game. He's a professional also. Exa- yes, absolutely. Which Ron Kyle, Kyle clearly Allen takes is, stock in. Is, Kyle Allen is the Ron Rivera archetype backup quarterback, and it mattered this year. It mattered. If he did not break his leg, we would be in a much different position. Uh, we would have won that game yesterday if Kyle Allen was playing. We would have won several other games. Yeah, but so, yeah so maybe. The, the point here is that Heineke was brought in for a reason. And it's that Heineke is a lot of what Ron saw in Kyle Allen. So I don't need Heineke's arm to be incredible. I'm okay with him throwing touch drag routes across the field. <laughs> I just need him to not turn the ball over. And maybe make one or two good plays the whole game. Sixteen targets. To, Sixteen targets to your boy JD McKissick out the backfield. Dude, that would be incredible. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, it's AG actually. Oh yeah, well uh, that too. But yeah, so summarizing this all up here, Heineke is he's the he's the guy to not lose us the game, which is what Dwayne did every time he started. I hope you're right. Uh, so let me. Uh, if if Alex starts, can they win? And if what is it, if Taylor Heineke starts, I don't think Alex starts. How do you? Why? I have a bad feeling. 
Not that, like, he's out for, like, the rest of his life or career. I don't think that. I just think that he's thinking, all right, if I really want to be a competitive starter for next season, I let this, whatever injury it is, I don't know what it, what's going on, he's, he lets it's it a, heal completely. You maybe be smart. May, see, my argument is this is healed completely. Like he 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 could have he could have gone yesterday, but is it healed completely? I mean, he was he was slightly sore when he woke up on Saturday. The reports were he was feeling good Friday. He woke up Saturday. It was a little sore. I don't even think he tested it out because I think they announced it on Saturday that Dwayne was starting. So Ron was like, just, he's just wait, and wait a he week. Should be he should hold be on, nervous. Hold on, hold on. I okay. So let me get this straight here, Solomia. Uh-huh. Oh no! Like, and again. Not personal on you. I'm just going after the argument here. You're telling me that family man Alex Smith, who cares about his family more than anything in the world, fought his way back from a literal life or death injury only to start his road to come back on the field to get jumped on by Aaron Donald. Full body weight Aaron (laughs) Donald in his first series back in two years, is saying that he's going to sit out until next year with a sore calf. It's just, it's literally that just not a sore Wait, no, that's, you don't understand. I think Alex Smith, family man Alex Smith, <laughs> isn't willing to, doesn't want to put himself in a position where sore calf makes him make a wrong move, where he gets a worse injury she's saying, that could she's risk She's saying, his does life. he want to play this week or for another year or two? Yes. I'm not saying the sore calf is a life-threatening or career-ending injury. I'm saying when your leg hurts a little bit and you take a wrong step because you are um, favoring your other leg, you could cause a worse injury. That is why athletes sit out for sore muscles. Okay, so I, I see I see what you're saying, but... Comeback player of the year, Alex Smith, does not strike me as the type of guy to sit out a Week 17 win-and-in situation as the starting quarterback because his calf is sore after what he's come back from. There's there's no way that if he could go, he would opt to sit out. There's I, no yeah. – you can't – Yeah, 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 that, yeah that, As somebody who had had a – Are you a football player? No, but I had cool, – Cool it on this comparison. I had an injury, okay? Oh, boy. I did. I have an injury. It required surgery. It was a bitch. I had to relearn how to walk. It was awful. All right? You sound like someone else we know, but no, we won't talk about it. But my it. point <laughs> is, there are things that I still... I'm not even... I don't play a sport. And um, I still get nervous about certain things because I know how painful of a journey it was to learn how to walk again on a leg because okay. I shredded Let's, my tendon. Right, we got, we, we've got to move on from this. But this is getting... This is not where I, I didn't want to dive down into this. My point is, I don't think that Alex Smith is going to play, and therefore you're going to lose. That's the end of my story. Fine. If he can go, he'll go. Yes, I agree with that. Lastly, on the Washington football team, you have, kind of stealing this game from the Washington Football Talk podcast, Um, we each have 100, like, we could do dollars, chips, percentage. You're literally stealing us from the Washington football. But three three options. uh, for starting quarterback week one of 2021, Alex Smith, Kyle Allen, QB, you know, QB question mark. 
you don't have to like name it like so like what like percentage would you have like that quarterback question mark starts week one of 2021 sorry what i kind of threw this at you so if you need time to think about it i understand i can go ahead yeah, you go ahead first, okay. old man. I'm just confused as to the format here. What's she'll she'll explain right. it. She'll, I'm she'll, when she gives go it. with, uh, out of my 100, 100. I'm going to go with 100%, okay? I think that it is a 90% chance that it's Alex Smith. Okay. I think it is a 8% chance it's Kyle Allen. Okay. And a 2% chance that it's quarterback question mark. Do you understand the game now? I do. Okay. Do you have an answer? I do. Go. 100 of my dollars are on Alex Smith. Wow, really? And 100 of my dollars are on QB question mark as the backup. <laughs> wow. <laughs> See, I would go... Ooh. Hmm. Um... That's actually a good call because Kyle Allen might not be around. I'll go 60... 60... 60 on Alex Smith. 30 on quarterback question mark. 10 on Kyle Allen. Whether it's an Alex Smith setback or, like for Kyle Allen's case, or the rookie shows so much, or the veteran that we bring in, whether it's Ryan Fitzpatrick, Matt Stafford, someone of that ilk. The reason why I didn't put uh, QB question mark ahead of Kyle Allen is because I don't think you guys draft a quarterback in next year's draft. Personally, just really? because okay. I don't... You want to go with three 30-year-old no, dudes? Wait, okay. because I don't think there's going to be a great quarterback class next year. This draft, I mean. In terms what? of... What? Where you're... <gasps> where, no, wait, listen. Where you guys are at. You're, you're not we still we from, still disagree with that. You don't have pick number one or two. We have pick number eighteen. Yeah, that's not great. <laughs> Kyle Trask, Mac that. Jones, Zach I Wilson, Trey Lance. I just don't. All our opportunities. Yeah, but those aren't players I would expect to necessarily start. That's what I'm saying. I didn't that's say why they I would. Said 100% well, that's Alex why I'm that's, saying Kyle Wood said 100 percent Alex Smith. Well, I know. No, I I wasn't disagreeing with you, Alex. I was disagreeing on that. Both of you that you said he'd be the backup quarterback. I just think that wait, possibly... Wait, 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 wait. What would you... So you don't think... I think Kyle Allen would be the backup quarterback over the... Whatever whatever quarterback question mark is. Okay, so... That's I think he would okay, be, so, too. So why are so, we yelling at me? Why are you yelling at me? Because... I think Kyle Allen would be the backup. That's why I gave him 10%. That's a lot. I, but you gave more quarterback question mark for starting. I said starting if he shows something in camp. But if Alex is starting, I think Allen's, Kyle Allen's going to be the backup. Okay, so, so well, that didn't Solomia, make sense. Sorry, I, I didn't understand I that. So let me. I don't disagree with your premise. Here's where what you've said can't really happen. You don't bring in a you don't bring in or draft a quarterback to be your third string. You just don't do it. So if you if you draft a guy or you sign a guy, he's going to be your starter or your backup. And the dude who is already on your roster that is just a quarterback smart is going to be your third string emergency guy. Okay. So. Depth chart wise, Kyle Allen will be listed as three if we bring in somebody else. But to 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 my point, I think that this quarterback draft is a lot of heavy upfront prospects that are going to suck in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if we were at 
five or six, I think we get suckered into something we don't want. Another Ohio State quarterback. That's perhaps. right. I feel Josh, people that are looking at Fields, careful. I'm telling you, Justin Fields is going to flop. Yes. He's going to flop. Uh, you cannot convince me that an Ohio State quarterback no. is going to be good in the NFL. You can't do it. I will not listen to it. <laughs> Trevor Lawrence is going to be a baller. Yep. No doubt in my mind. Justin Fields, the right now projected number two, is going to be garbage. He's going to be worse than Tua, and Tua has looked like garbage. <laughs> yeah, uh, I can't, can't I, disagree. I think Zach Wilson is going to be pretty solid, and I think he'll be the third off the board. It's going to happen, I yeah. He should, he should be the second, but he's smart enough and talented enough to get by with the moving in the pocket and the being a little bit smaller and that kind of thing. And then you're going to get the Mac Jones and the Trey Lance, and they're going to be... And Kyle Trask. They're going to... I like Kyle Trask a lot. Well, so that's why I didn't include him. Oh, my Mac bad. Jones, Damn Mac it. Jones and Trey Lance, Mac Jones and Trey Lance are going to be your Kyle Allen. They're going to be your emergency quarterback. They're going to be the backup that you like. They're going to be your Colt McCoy. That's who Mac Jones and Trey Lance are going to be. But Kyle Trask, who is a six foot six, slightly nimble, big arm guy, he he's an NFL quarterback archetype. He is the same height as Trevor Lawrence. It has a very similar skill set, just was not as good as quick. Mm. Kyle Trask is the sixth quarterback on the board right now, and that's going to drop to 18, 19, 20, and he's going to be the second or third best out of this class. Yeah, I agree with that. So Kyle Trask, drafting him to sit a year behind Alex Smith, what more could you want? That you need Trask if he's there, I think he needs to sit at least half a year. You know, absolutely. I think I don't think he's ready to start day one. I don't know who else sat half a year behind Alex Smith. Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, full year. Look at him now. I'm down for Pat Mahomes on the Washington football team. That'd be Uh, cool. That'd be cool. Get a trade done. All right. Get it done, Ron. Ron Rivera calls up Kansas. Kansas, not Kansas. He calls up Patrick Mahomes. Says. Hey, want to sit behind Alex Smith for a year again? <laughs> you son of a bitch, I'm in. All right, let's move on. I think we buried Haskins and questioned the quarterback yes. situation enough. Good job, Ron Rivera. Yes. So let's go change sports quickly, randomly, because the NBA season started last week. Hmm. Uh, a little bit late, but we're fi- we're through a couple games. Does not change any predictions at all. But um, I think the big storyline everyone wanted to see was Kevin Durant, obviously, coming back and playing with the Nets. Wood, what have you seen from Kevin Durant in his first few games so far? I saw him get put on a poster by Terry Rozier. Other than that. That was fun. Um, (laughs) I haven't haven't gotten to see him actually play, so I don't know how he's moving quite yet. Um, I don't know how he's doing coming off that injury. Um, But... As of right now, it kind of looks like it's the Kyrie Irving show in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. I could be a little bit wrong on that, but it looks a little bit like Kevin Durant is supporting Kyrie. Yeah, and I don't. I don't know that that's a bad thing if you're Brooklyn. I mean, if um, you've got two, you know, all-time scores, so that can't be a bad thing. <laughs> right. So, but I'm thinking think about where. Kevin Durant was before, 
right? So yeah. he was in he was in OKC when he was younger, and they had Russ and Harden, and all three of them were there, and that was wild. I mean, kids kids five years from now are never going to understand that they were on the same team. Together. They were the best team in the league. They it, it, they were certainly the most talented <laughs> by far. So you think about that, and KD was I I actually don't really recall. I think KD and Harden were pretty on par with each other and Russ was kind of supporting. Am I wrong? It it was it was Kate remember Harden came off the bench and he averaged like 17 a game still. Ah, and it, that's it was, right. It was the KD Russ show. But Harden like closed games. Like Harden was the sixth man of the year so he was like on the floor at the end of that's games. Right. Yeah, yeah. But okay. So 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 KD so KD and Russ were there, right? It was the KD and Russ show. Yeah. And then KD finally got out to Golden State where he won his championship. But anybody who knows basketball knows that Clay Thompson is the reason that Golden State is good. Clearly, so, I mean, look at him now. Right. So you have you have KD and Russ, and KD's talented, and you have KD and Steph and Clay, and KD's talented, and now he's got Kyrie. It kind of seems like everywhere KD goes, he makes somebody else better. And that's hmm. I'm not saying that that's a bad thing. That's not a dig on Kevin Durant. I'm just saying that it opens up I the think, floor, right? I think I think that Brooklyn is better revolving around Kyrie than they are KD. Hmm. That could be true. Um, in Kevin Durant's three games, he scored twenty two, twenty nine, and twenty nine, so not bad. But yeah, Kyrie has scored. Go back to the Warriors game. He scored twenty six, thirty seven, and then against Charlotte last night, he scored uh, twenty five. So yeah, they're both scoring at crazy paces. I like what I've seen. He's shooting it very well. He's he's had a few dunks. He looks like still got the spring in his step. And they're just explosive. They lost today, but both Katie and Kyrie uh, sat out the game. So can't really in take overtime also. Yeah, can't really take much stock in that. But I I think that's exciting, and I think. Um, well, the Wizards are 0-3, but they have Russell Westbrook. Number of games that Russell Westbrook has started with the Wizards, two. Two. Number of triple-doubles that Russell Westbrook has with the Wizards, two. two. Number of losses that Russell Westbrook has with the Wizards, two. Two. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Show. So, Sorry. I wanted to go through the uh, who we each think is going to make the playoffs out of each conference. Um, I think we'll start in the East. I think you got the all, e- all eight, all eight teams. If you if you've got them, if you th- if you want to name the contenders, you can. But I was thinking like I didn't have any order. I just think like I'll just go quickly. I think it'll be Milwaukee, um, Brooklyn, Boston, Miami, Toronto, Philly. I do think Washington makes it, and it's between either Atlanta. Or Orlando for that last seed. So that I'm leaves mostly, the Pacers out. I'm mostly with you. Yeah. Um, I I still have this weird stigma around the Magic that I feel like they're always going to be garbage. They they are uh, they are garbage. They're, I don't understand how they win games. <laughs> Who do they have? Um, Aaron Gordon no and time. Vucevic. Yeah. There's there's. Hardly any talent there. I yeah, I don't get it. Either. Games? They beat still, the Wizards still, twice. Still, well, that's fair. Uh, 
Okay. So I I don't I don't think the Wizards make it. I oh, think that, no. I know. I know. I hate to say it because I I love the Wizards, but I I just it, this happened when when Russ was the guy in OKC, right? Russ can't do everything. And yeah, I get that we have Bradley Beal and we have a couple of young guys. I just don't know that this year is going to pan out the way that we want it to. Um, although it is going to be exciting to have Russell Westbrook. Yeah. So he, I think yeah, I office. think for me, same as you, but knock out the Wizards and add cool. in the Pacers. I think the Pacers are still good enough to uh, to actually get in. Maybe the seven, the eight, but. That's fair. Yeah, I, I, Hawks. I like the Hawks. They have some flash. I like Trey Young. I don't know what is going on in Orlando. I don't know where Orlando is in Florida. In the uh, middle of Florida. Yeah. So, like, how am I going to get there? I don't know. You can fly I to don't, Orlando. I don't. I know nothing about the Magic. I can't put them in. That's that's the end of the story. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I agree. So, you look like. You're you're looking at just the schedule, and yes, your Cavs are undefeated, but they still stink. Oh my God! Do not start. Oh, she's with laughing. Me. She's laughing. I don't know what. What? <laughs> it's been three I'm games. I'm like looking at the standings, and I'm like, what? <laughs> they played the. Wait, you saw the schedule. Get bring it back up. They played the Hornets, the Pistons, and well, the Sixers are the good. The Seventy Sixers are not that. That's what I was like. Okay, I was like, okay, Hornets. Eh. Wait, Pistons, wait. Eh. Who played in that game? Did Embiid play? Uh, it doesn't look like he did. Still. No, he didn't play. I don't want to hear I it. Took them two overtimes. <laughs> no, know? not for the Sixers game. You know they why? They beat the Sixers by 24. Yeah. You... Oh, I was like a Pistons mother. Yeah. You know why? Who also just, stink. It's just shocking to me because I expect so little from them. You should. I expect them to win like zero games. So three wins is just shocking. Okay. I don't care yes, who it is. We're going to go three and seventy nine yes. minus. And that is still surprising. I'll, let's go to the West now. <laughs> um, yeah, I had no other thoughts beyond that. Okay. Yes, yeah, I know. <laughs> I I love Solovia, but she's not going to have eight playoff teams from each conference ready to announce. No, so I've got zero. I'm going to go to the West, and again, not in any order. This is who I think makes the playoffs. I'm looking at the teams: Lakers, Nuggets, Clippers. Utah, Dallas, Portland, New Orleans, and oh man, I keep forgetting about the Rockets. Either either the Rockets or Suns. Because ah, that's the the West is so loaded. Because the Suns, I think, are going to be a lot better with Chris Paul. Chris Paul makes everybody better. Agreed. Yeah, so I, I should have written it down, but that that's who I think. Oh, there's a play-in yeah, tournament, so, too. So, yeah, I think those I mean, teams make it a play-in tournament. For me, it's the Lakers and seven other teams. I mean, I don't, I don't think it's going to matter. I think we're going to see Lakers-Bucks, and that hmm. might be shocking because the Nets are there. I think we're going to see Lakers-Bucks. I... I agree with your eight teams. I think New Orleans is going to surprise people. Um, I think Denver might uh, be a little sluggish. I think Denver falls back a little bit. Yeah, I think they still make it because you know eight. There's eight teams to go in, but I don't think. I mean, they they gave everything they had last year, and I don't think they get that kind of luck this year. 
Um, yeah. But for me, it's it's the it's the Lakers. I don't think the Clippers are going to be able to keep pace. I don't think the Jazz are going to be able to keep pace. I don't think Dame and McCollum can do it. For, it's it's the Lakers. I mean, literally, they just won a title, and then they added two sixth men of the years, basically. <laughs> I, they are they are uh, an exact replica of what you do with a winning team to make them even better. Yeah. Um, kind of got a little ahead of where I wanted to go. I wanted to do a who's getting to the finals, and I was going to do conference finals first. We can do that, too. All right. So for the Eastern Conference Finals, I have... The Nets taking on, yeah, it's probably the probably the Bucks. I don't like that they traded away all those players just for Drew Holiday, but Drew Holiday's pretty good, so it might work out. And I think the Nets are just going to be so fun and so explosive. Uh, in the West, I, I do think it's the Lakers. I I'm gonna say that Dallas gets to the conference Dallas. finals. I think Luca is that dude. I'm just throwing it out. He's so good. I think the Clippers are still reeling. I think, um, like I said, Denver is not the team they were a year ago. It just won't happen. Utah can't score. Portland can't stop anybody. Dallas with Luca and KP are going to make it to the conference finals. And they'll lose in five or four, but they'll get there. And then that shoots them off into... All right, it's time to win titles. So, what do you think? I completely agree. I agree with Ooh. all four teams. I was hoping that you were going to say Dallas. Yeah. Um, because because that's that's still a little bit of a shock for people. People still want Lakers Clippers. Um, but everything that Russ couldn't do on his own in OKC, Luca can absolutely do in Dallas. Hmm. Luca is incredible. <laughs> he, I'm looking. So I'm looking at this. Luca leads. His team in points, rebounds, and assists right now. Surprises. He's literally doing everything for that team. <laughs> oh yeah, he's yeah, he's so a baller. He's year three. He's twenty. He's twenty three. Not even. He's he's might 22. be twenty one. Can he drink? Maybe. <laughs> but yeah, so I completely agree. I think I think Luca kickstarts his legacy this year. I think I think he wins I think he I think he wins the MVP this year. I wouldn't put it past him. I think he and I don't know who else, maybe A D gets rolling and LeBron tries to win it for A D. Like win like have A D win the MVP. But I think it's Luca's I think Luca's gonna get it. Because I think they're gonna have Giannis they're gonna have Giannis fatigue. The Rockets won't be good enough. Um, I, I think LeBron kind of paces himself because they had the shortest offseason in history. So I think it's Luca's to get. I like it. I also think uh, kind of a dark horse will be uh, Devin Booker. I think Ooh, when you add Chris Paul like in and let, and let Devin Booker kind of ball out a little bit, he's going to make a splash. Uh, early on, I'm also seeing, too, uh, we just talked about Kyrie Irving yeah. um, could make a run here for the MVP. So that'll be an exciting race down the stretch. And I agree with you. I think the Lakers will win the title again. I think the Nets will give them seven games. I think the Nets get to the finals. I think they give the Lakers a good seven-game series. But the Lakers will come out on top and repeat. They're just too deep. I uh, Yeah. The, the, it's the Lakers for me. Does this, Ryan, does this bring up another another conversation oh, you want to have? God. Oh, God. Um, we're 40 minutes in. <laughs> another time? 
we could do it another time. Five titles would it would open the door for me to ha- kind of have oh, that discussion. Three different teams, man. That's He's fine. I understand. Teams. It's clearly him. I understand. It's not a fluke. All right, we, we'll have it another time. I don't know if Solomon <laughs> knows what we're hinting at here. What? But, no. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for contributing to the conversation, Solomon. Let's go to some You're picks. Very, very welcome. She. For those wondering, she did not even leave. She just sat there the whole time and listened. It's true. Kind of. All right. Let's go to some picks. Let's start in college football because this Friday we've got our playoff games in the – which bowls are they? The Rose Bowl game that's not played at the Rose Bowl and the Sugar Bowl. So let's first start with the Rose Bowl played in Arlington, Texas. So it should be called the Jerry Bowl. I don't know why they haven't changed it yet. The Jerry Bowl. Uh, Notre Dame – and Alabama. Alabama is a 19-and-a-half-point favorite. So, Mia, who do you think wins? Alabama. Bye. A lot. Okay. What, what do you think? <laughs> yeah, take take Alabama to cover. There, I, there's Notre Dame is zero, less than zero match for Alabama. Yeah. they if they If they couldn't stay on the field against Clemson, a not-as-good Clemson team... Then what are they going to do against Devontae Smith, um, Mechie, Dam- uh, not Damian Harris, what was I saying? Najee Harris, Najee Harris, Mac Jones, Bama rolls 59-20. to 20. Alabama's going to win that game. Whoa! Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm not Whoa. kidding. Bro, you only said 39 points? Wow! Uh, oh, only, okay, only. <laughs> no, uh, I'm just kidding. Okay, um, <laughs> the All-State Sugar Bowl... Ohio State, who only played six games, is playing against Clemson. Clemson has gotten up to a seven and a half point favorite. So, Mia, do you want to go again? Who's going to win the Sugar Bowl, Ohio State or Clemson? I'm going with Ohio State. Any reason for that? Nope. No. Don't nope. want to give any deep diving analysis on the lines of scrimmage. I like Ohio State. Okay. And I kind of want them to beat Clemson because of that would be hilarious. Why would it be hilarious? Because of what Dabo said? Yes. You don't know what Dabo said. No. <laughs> Dabo ranked they do each coach does their own 25 poll and Dabo ranked Ohio State 11th in the in his final poll. Oh, then that really would be funny. Yes, that is my new answer. <laughs> You're welcome. Would, who's going to win? So, Clemson, like you said, seven and a half point favorite, but ESPN's football power index is 50 50 split. Is who's going to win? Hoo, hoo. So, I don't really understand how that works. That doesn't, it doesn't work. It, yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Uh, Clemson uh, rolls, and mm. Justin Fields' draft stock plummets <laughs> because he's going to look terrible. Yeah. Have I didn't to... want Ohio State. Or Notre Dame in the playoff, I think they are both going to get absolutely pummeled. Yeah, but what's the difference? It always ends up being Alabama versus Clemson, and the two semifinals are just blowouts. So maybe this we should is just the go. Easiest road to it, though. Yeah. So I mean, this playoff. I mean, everyone wants to expand it, but maybe you got to make the argument that they should just go back to the two teams. <laughs> you know, some years, but you know, some years it's different. Mm-hmm. Um, I will also go Clemson. I think it's close early. I think Ohio State um, 
Clemson's defense is not as good. I think they get some deep plays to their receivers in the first half. But Clemson and Trevor Lawrence will be too much. I'll say Clemson wins it um, 42-28. to 28. I'll go Clemson. So that's exciting. We'll pick the national championship when we get to it. So for now, we're going to go back to the NFL. We'll pick the Week 17 games that matter for something. So here's the games we are not going to pick on this podcast. Vikings-Lions, Jets-Patriots, um... Chargers Chiefs because the Chiefs have already have the one seed clinched and there's nothing to do there. So that's it. Every every other game oh and no, yep, yeah, nope, that's it. Those are the only games we're not gonna pick. We'll go through the rest of them. Does that sound good to both of you? Yes. Let's do it. Alright. So we'll start with the one o'clock games. They're playing right now, but we can still pick next week's game. Because Buffalo will most likely still have to play to clinch either the two seed if they win, which they look like they're going to. If they win, they clinch the two seed. If they lose and the Steelers win, they'll have the three seed. So Buffalo still has a little bit to play for. They're playing the Dolphins, who, though, have a lot more to play for. If the Dolphins win, they make the playoffs. And how great would it be for Ryan Fitzpatrick, if Tua struggles again, to come in and lead a victory against his former team to get his team into the playoffs. But that's down the line. Maybe Tua ends up playing the whole game. But Solomia, Dolphins. Bills, who wins? Wait, you said they have still have something to play for? The Bills will. They'll they'll be playing for the two seed. Not that it matters for a bye, but like home uh, field okay. in case they play Pittsburgh or okay, something. Okay, so you're saying that they will be playing, playing rather than... Most, I players. think they will. Okay, that's what I was curious. I just got confused. Um, I will go with the Bills. Okay. Because I MVP need them jo- too. We'll get to that scenario and in a minute. And also, I like Josh Allen. I know you like Josh Allen. Wood, who wins, Dolphins or Bills? I also pick the Bills because they're not going to lay down against a division opponent. That's a good point. That is a good point. I don't think Miami can stop Buffalo. Um, this is going to be a tough game. I th- I do think Tua gets benched again at some point for Fitzpatrick, but I don't think it'll be enough. I think mm-hmm. the Bills win. It's going to be really close. Maybe it's a Fitz interception at the end which would be fitting, but I'll go Bills. If uh, Bills uh, coaches, if you're listening to this podcast... Let me call up Sean McDermott and tell him to listen real fast. Prepare for a uh, Fitzpatrick appearance and plan for that, unlike the Raiders. Oh, yes. Raiders, you guys suck. Disappointed me. Oh, we're also not picking Raiders Broncos. Just throwing that out there. Both those teams suck. I forgot that game was still on the board. I think you said that. I did? Did I say that? I think you did. Okay. I heard you say Raiders. Okay. Um, Quickly here, Ravens-Bengals. Ravens win. They're in the playoffs. Who wins? Solomia really... She really wants to go back-to-back Bengals picks because she picked them to beat the Steelers. But the Ravens have a lot more to play for. Let me quickly. We can't have dead air. This is not championship podcasting. I can't. I can't. I pass. <laughs> Fine. Wood. You pick the Ravens, right? Ravens by so many. Oh, by so many. I just the Bengals are so bad. I just, no, no. It's just I don't want to pick the Ravens. I just pass. Oh, fine. Oh, you can't pass on this one because it's your team. That's fine. The Steelers taking on the Browns in Cleveland for a win and they're in. At home against the Steve. I've said I'm, I'm trying to build up this game too much. Solomia, who wins? The Steelers have already clinched a playoff berth. Therefore, 
It is the Browns! Okay. Wood. The Browns, all they have to do is win, and they're in the playoffs for the first time since 2002. How are they a seven-point favorite? That's they think shocking to me. That's a little bit high. I would make them like a four-point favorite. I was going to say three, but yeah. Yeah, uh, the Steelers are going to win convincingly. Ouch. It's going to be miserable for Browns fans, and I'm here for it. Yes, because you want to text me, don't you? I certainly do. So this has nothing to do with what you think will happen. You just want to have to <laughs> no, text me so, and bug me. So, so here's the thing. The Steelers, as an organization, would love nothing more than to continue to pummel the Browns. That is true. I don't care how good either team is or what week it is or what's at stake. The Steelers will always do everything to beat the Browns. I, on I any, wait, wait. I would agree with you on that any other day, but the Steelers have looked like absolute trash the last couple of weeks. Except yesterday. Except for yesterday. But and they, they still didn't look great. They won! They won, but they still didn't look great. They, they were down 17. They shouldn't have been down. All right. Point is that um, they, they haven't been looking so great, and I think that they are going to be more focused on looking better in the actual playoffs than they are caring about keeping us out of the playoffs. I think it's more important to them to I look I totally great. disagree with that. I think Mike Tomlin <laughs> is that petty. I don't think He hates the petty. Browns. Pittsburgh hates the Browns. I don't know if Mike Tomlin I, hates the Browns. But, uh, this is tough. This is going to be a very good game. Because like Wood, I do not think the Steelers will lie down and roll over. I think they will play everybody. But, man, this is going to bite me, isn't it? The Browns are going to win and make the playoffs for the first time no, since 2002. No, say it the other way. Say it the other way. Say it the other way. Please, please, please. You've just jinxed it. <laughs> what? You want me to pick the Steelers? Yes, please. No, I think the Browns are going to win. Oh, damn it. I think they're going to win. Steelers by double digits. Yeah, I know. <sighs> they're going to get... Because every time he picks against us, we win. No, I picked the Ravens to beat the Browns. And the Ravens won. Yeah. I picked the Ravens oh, to win, Oh, that's though. true. I didn't pick them to beat the Ravens. But you picked the Titans and we beat the Titans. I'm picking this. I'm picking the Browns to beat the. I'm really not trying to. I think that. I think this loss woke them up. I think. Damn, we lost to the Jets, so they're going to come I out mean, on the bright. They side. were embarrassed against the Jets. They're going to come out with their hair on fire. Well, and win in a really close game. And I know that you say it's still. They should still be able to play. Blah, 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 blah. But when you find out literally the day before the game that That's you can't tough. have your entire wide receivers. That's tough. Team out. That's that is yeah, tough that's to find tough. out the day before. That's a little tough. So I will. Yeah, I think I am confident with my Browns pick because they will have everyone back. Fine. Ugh, that'll be a wild game. Oh, and so Mia, we do get that t- t- game locally next week. I know. I'm so happy. <laughs> so that'll be fun to watch. If we didn't, that'd be sad. That'd just be depressing. Cowboys at Giants. The winner is in the NFC. The winner is in the playoffs. If the Washington football team loses to the Eagles on Sunday Night Football. But they still have to play the game at 1 o'clock. Who do you win- think wins, Slovenia, Cowboys or Giants? I'm going with the Giants. Hmm. I just think they're a better put-together team. Um, I kind of I like this coach. Joe Judge. I'm liking what he's doing with the Giants. Um, and so I'm just going to – I think they're a better coached team. Ooh. Wow, that's really good analysis, actually. Thank you! Wood, go ahead. I – for once agree because Mike McCarthy <laughs> is awful. Actually, he's a terrible coach. Exactly. Uh, but I, 
I I can't go for Danny Dimes. I can't I can't do it. It's mm. the Cowboys. The Cowboys are going to be seven and nine and may or may not make the playoffs. We'll get there. Yeah. Um I will also pick the Cowboys. They're playing a lot better than the Giants are right now, in my opinion. And yeah, the Cowboys, who would have thought after the way they've after the way they looked for like five straight weeks in the beginning of the year to be in the spot where they need a team to lose to make the playoffs, that would be insane. But I'll go Cowboys. Um Falcons, Buccaneers. We'll make this quick. Wood, you lost your bet, so just pick Tampa, okay? <laughs> the Bucks. The Bucks will win. So me a Falcons or Bucks? Bucks. Okay. Bucks and Jared, your Falcons get a much higher draft pick than you thought they would when Raheem Morris took over. So that's very exciting. Um, ooh, another win and in. The Chicago Bears at home against the Green Bay Packers have a chance for a win in, a win in this game and they're in the playoffs. So let me a, do they do it? You know what? You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to pick three teams that, or two other teams that are the Northeast and what more Midwest versions of Cleveland. What? I'm going to pick Chicago. Why? Because the Chicago Bears have a bad, you know, history of being bad. No, not recently. really. Recently. Yes, recently. And then the Bills have a heartbreaking history. And the Browns have a heartbreaking history. So we all kind of feel each other and understand. So go so Bears. So I'm going with the Bears. They get in? They get in. Wood. I'm just having trouble comprehending what just happened. I love this logic she's using. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Real real rock solid. Um, the, if the Packers win, they lock up the one seed. So yep. uh, the Packers are going to win. I agree. I don't think they have the... I think the Packers are going to be able to score too much. And I think... The Bears, they're not out of it if they lose, but they lose this one, lose the opportunity to, like, control their own destiny. Um, quickly, Jags, Colts. Jags have clinched the number one pick in the draft. Colts have a... Colts need to win, and they need other stuff to happen to get in the playoffs. But, Solmia, who do you think wins, Jags or Colts? Colts. Oh, Jags. No, no, no you're wrong. Colts. Colts. I just really wanted to be... Colts. God. Wait, that doesn't help anymore. It's All right, we're moving on. Okay, so there is a lots of news today about the um, quarterback, quarter, quarterback, quarter, quarterback situations with the Cardinals and the Rams. It looks like neither Kyler Murray or Jared Goff are going to be able to play. So it's, I don't have the names in front of me. It's John Wolford versus Kyle Strievler. For a playoff berth on the line. Cardinals are... I don't know. Uh, so let me help me out here. Who's going to win? The Cardinals or the Rams if both backups are playing? What's like the what's like the X factor? What's the difference? I, I don't know. You don't know? You got to pick one of them. <laughs> I, I mean, I would say the Cardinals, but they kind of really need Kyler Murray. Yeah. And... I would say the Rams, but I mean, maybe they're better without Jared Goff. Oh, but also at the same time, they lost to the Jets. 
and they had all their players. So I don't know. You're going with I don't know. That's my final answer. <laughs> Good lord, you're awful today. Wood. So, the Rams are still the Rams without Jared Goff. The Cardinals are not the Cardinals without Kyler Murray. Mm. It's, I mean, it's as simple as that. And McVay is a much better coach than Cliff Kingsbury. That. That is my oh, answer. Oh, so you're going to pick the Rams. I'm changing my answer yeah, to Wood's answer. It's, it's, it's the Rams. <laughs> For yeah. that Jared reason, Goff though, does not add anything to the Rams, but Kyler Murray adds everything to the Cardinals. Wow, Garrett, I hope you're not hearing that. No, I agree. <laughs> no, that's what I was thinking, but I couldn't put into words because I was at work until late today. <laughs> um, the Rams' defense is still really good, so the Rams are going to win and make the playoffs. Hopefully, Jared Goff can come back for them for the playoffs. Um, I hope not if we play him. Right. Seahawks 49ers. Oh, there's not really much involved in this game either, except seeding. Seahawks cannot clinch the one seed or can they? I don't know. I think the Seahawks should beat the 49ers because they need to get ready for the playoffs. Yeah. Okay. Um, no, I, I disagree, actually. <laughs> this is what? the one, this is the one game that I'm, that I'm going the other way. I think the 49ers win this one. Wow. Um, because the Seahawks now have two weeks in a row where they've been celebrating. Yeah. I, I don't think I don't think the Seahawks they're not going to get the one seed because the if Aaron Rodgers wants to win a game Aaron Rodgers wins a game um, but I just I think the Seahawks are satisfied with eleven and five and playing who they play fair enough I'll go with the Seahawks I just think the 49ers are not very good uh, Saints oh they're certainly not right uh, Saints Panthers. Saints technically still alive for the... Oh, wait. They're not alive for the one seed because Green Bay beat them. Hmm. They'll still win to get better positioning over Seattle. So, let me ask Saints-Panthers. Who wins? Saints. Okay. Yeah, Saints pretty easy. Titans-Texans. Titans win. They win the division. Who wins? So, let me ask. Texans. Oh. What? Titans. I don't Whoa. know. I want them to lose. Why? What? That doesn't really affect you much. It doesn't? Not that much. Oh, actually, no, it does. Yeah. But the Texans stinky poo. I know. They're really bad, though. I know. So pick the Titans. I know. So yes? I guess. Would. Derrick Henry is going to rush for 7,000 yards. Possible. Titans. <laughs> it's, it's possible. Yeah. Titans, yeah. Yeah, not much to add there. Um, okay. Sunday night football. All the Washington football team needs to do is win this football game. And they will win the division. So, you just pick with your gut. Doesn't matter who actually starts. Who do you, like, you don't have to say who you think is going to start. But depending on who is in your mind to start, who will win the game. Solomia. I think I, I, you know what? I'm going to go on your little bandwagon. I'm going to pick the Washington football Yay. <laughs> Yay. Why? This is a game that can be expounded upon. You don't have any, nothing? What? Say words. Well. Do you need timeout? I do. Take a timeout. <laughs> so this is embar- this is embarrassing. This is this might be worse than Dwayne. 
This performance today. This performance tonight. This is so bad. You're not completing any passes. Hey, I completed one. Which one? I don't remember. Okay, yes, you don't remember. You're in a fog. Wood, who wins the game? At least she completed a flat route to Derrick Henry. Ouch. Uh, uh, Dwayne would not have. No. Um, so, it's it's nerve-wracking, but I'm not going to pick against us. I'm Can't picking the know. Washington football team. Um, I know you said we don't have to say it. I don't think it matters who starts at quarterback. Wow. I don't think it matters between Alex or Heineke. I will feel more confident, much more confident, if Alex is the starter. But... I, I don't think it matters. I think our defense is the X factor in this game, and I think we would lose if Haskins gave the game away. But there's a significantly lower chance that that happens at this point. Um, I wouldn't say zero, but it's pretty low that Haskins ruins this for us. Wait a second. It's never zero, Ryan. It's it is zero. zero. They got him today. He like walked I'm onto the field. It's never zero. Oh, God. He walks in the field and, like, punches Heineke in the face. <laughs> Jeez. Um, uh, yeah, so for me, the defense is the X factor, specifically the defensive line. I think they're going to dominate the game, and I think we win as long as whoever plays quarterback does not throw two or three interceptions. So to recap, Wood thinks Haskins might start. <laughs> and... No, to recap, Wood thinks that Haskins might kidnap the team and hold them ransom during the game. Um, I think it do matters who starts. I think Washington wins if it Alex do starts. I, it does. He said do matter. I do? Yeah. I did? Oh, God. Yeah, okay, never, I can't ream you anymore. This is bad. Um... <laughs> We're so tired. Okay. Somebody tell Solomon to go to bed. No, it's me. Too. We both are going to bed after this. I have a blanket this. already. Okay. Um, if Alex Smith plays, Washington will win. If Taylor Heineke plays, I think the Eagles win. But I will say that Alex Smith will play, and the Washington football team gets the victory over the Eagles. Um, Terry McLaurin comes back. He always has a big play or two against the Eagles. They get one. I think it's a 70-plus yard touchdown or so. And the Washington football team wins. They won't win a playoff game. Not what I've seen the last two weeks. But they will get in the tournament. And that is all that matters. That That's my answer now. Okay. So we did it. We did the pod. Woo. Very exciting. We ripped Dwayne to shreds. We did. We picked Woo. NBA teams. We predicted well, Dwayne Wood to and come I did. back and still and, and, the and, game. Yeah, and lastly, Wood <laughs> thinks that Dwayne's going to play. So No, not play. He's going to do something that will be detrimental to them being able to play and win. And then... Ryan, I do, I do want to bring up uh, yesterday when Dwayne was still on the team, the Eagles were a one-point favorite. Uh, Washington now a one-and-a-half I know, that's team. crazy. We cut a quarterback, a starting quarterback, and it was a two-and-a-half point swing. What do you think the spread goes to if it's announced that Taylor Heineke is starting? Uh, plus one and a half, Philly. I, I think it goes to four I'm or sorry. five. I'm sorry, minus Philly minus one and a half. I think, I think it stays even. I think it goes to Philly minus like five. Man, I, I, what do you think it? What do you think it goes to if Alex Smith is named the starter? Minus two. Because yeah. I think the line is set for as if Alex is going to start. So I think okay. once it's announced he's the starter. It might there might be more money on Washington coming in because they're more confident. 
So, I mean, that that I think it'll be announced Thursday where they're going to play because I don't think they're going to play this stupid game with us anymore. <laughs> like, Either way, bet the under 43. 43's the, that's it? That's it. I might bet go over. Under. I might go over. I think there's going to be some points. Somebody is thinking under. Yeah, I'm pointing downwards, even though I know none of you can see me. Yeah, thanks for that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. Well, good stuff, guys. We finally got through a pod. Sorry we missed last week. It was the Christmas season, and I got really busy with work. So I was unable to. Yes. Somi was also unable to. She was busy quarantining, yeah, but that... she's back at work now. I, I did not test positive. No, she did not, but contact tracing contact had to be done. Contact tracing, and I literally bounced off the walls in my apartment. <laughs> it was bad. She was not in a good spot. No. But we're happy I now. I think the insanity is still in me. Yes. All right. <laughs> I agree. Well, good stuff, guys. We will tune back in after week 17, and that will be that. So, yeah, Wood, again, thanks for joining us. It was a pleasure. We'll be sure to have you on again. Enjoyed it, guys. Thanks. All right. Peace out, everybody. Oh,